Machine. I'm Drewby. I am Yergi. And today we're going to talk about the coronavirus because it's are. been all over the news. I know it's not exactly true crime, but it does involve death. So this counts. This counts, okay? But first, I must show some love to our recent Apple reviews. And there's been a lot of these, and I'm not going to overwhelm any of you, but I'll at least get four out of here. Yeah, we got 38 very recently. Yeah, was it 38? Well, no, I think it was 38 star ratings, but written reviews. Now, honestly, if you're going to take time to write a good review, I really appreciate that, and I at least want to give you a shout-out. First one, this is from Megan Tron Kelly. I adore when I find podcasts with multiple hosts whose banter is entertaining, flows well, but of course, still gets to the murdery things. I like my podcast to feel a bit more personal, like we are all chill friends, hanging out, discussing, and telling crime stories. 1,000% recommend. Thank you so much. This is how I've wanted a podcast to be, so I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. A second one from Lynn Marie 27 Came across this fellow podcaster on Instagram. Love the confo. Also New England is my home away from home, so I may be partial. Winky face. Definitely entertaining. Great topics. You need to add this to your rotation well done looking forward to the next release thank you so much and oh my god kitan so if you heard that that is kitan the soot sprite you probably saw him at the end of one of our most recent videos we have two cats in here now we have callie the calico cow and we have kitan the soot sprite and i guess they're going to be in here with us now so because he won't be quiet no he does not shut the fuck up he will cry and cry and cry until he's wherever you are it's just he's happy right now he's purring on my feet you know he's okay when he's like this but then he'll get up in your face and up in your business not really my thing i'm all about cats that are into you but he's something different yeah and he's really pissing callie off right now because he keeps swishing his tail in her face yes she's bopping him on the head but if he behaves i'll let him sit here let me get the rest of these out though this next one from jason horton taking on crime and pop culture just the way i like it dark and fun thank you so much that is what i'm trying to do i don't want to make light victims but i at least want this to not be boring you can watch a bland documentary you can listen to two people actually talk about it all right had me at goths <laughs> drewby and yergi have great chemistry do you need to listen to another true crime podcast yes yes you do and it should be this one from kiki okaiser so thank you so much thank you thank you thank i believe you. kiki is the one who has the podcast mission spooky mission spooky yep. shout out to mission spooky yeah. please check them out Please check them out. Okay, the coronavirus. Yes. Let's get into this because this has been something that has been kind of exploding out of control. You first heard about this December 31st of 2019. Mm -hmm. And apparently it had been a thing for a little while longer, but this is when it started getting international attention. And now here we are over a month later and things have very much changed. For this episode, we're doing something different. We have recorded three separate days 
Wars where we were doing daily updates. And maybe you'll get to see if you haven't been following along with the story very well, just how much has changed in a matter of days. I believe we did January 27th, January 29th, and January 30th. Yep. Yeah. So after our little introduction or talking about coronavirus, we're going to give you those three days and then we'll probably talk about some stuff at the end. But yeah. so this is going to be a new thing we're trying. If you like this, please give us some feedback because we're trying something new. This was kind of fun to do and I don't know. I hope it translates really well. The 2019 novel coronavirus, and this is listed in scientific notation. It's 2019 N, lowercase n, capital C O V. It's also known as the Wuhan coronavirus. It's a virus identified as the cause of an outbreak of a respiratory illness first directed in Wuhan, China. Directed. Fuck my ass. Jesus fucking Christ. Fucking God. You, Drew, you need to calm the fuck down. Okay, usually we would cut an outtake <laughs> like this out, but uh, we're going to leave this one in and tell you if you want to hear more stuff like this, you should subscribe <laughs> to our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the misery machine. You could hear us be total effing wackos. And we'll send you postcards and snaps. Snaps of kitties and cute animals, but mostly postcards. You want to be in our postcard club? We're going to get some postcards here pretty soon that we're going to be sending out, and we'll show them to you on our Instagram, which yes. is Misery Machine Podcast. Anyways, anyways, here I am being absolutely inappropriate. You got some little kid tuning in. I want to do a paper on the coronavirus, and his mom hears me say the fuck word, and now he's getting beat and grounded. And okay, so detected, <laughs> not directed. Yeah, detected. Early on, many of the patients in the outbreak in Wuhan, China, reportedly had some link to a large seafood and animal market, suggesting animal-to-person spread. However, a growing number of patients reportedly have not had exposure to animal markets, indicating person-to-person -person spread is occurring. At this time, it's unclear how easily or sustainable this virus is spreading between people. So what I've learned from researching this a little bit more is that coronavirus is not just related to this one specific outbreak. It is a large family of viruses that are common in many different species of animals, including camels, cattle, cats, and bats. If you remember the SARS outbreak, that's a coronavirus, and that came from cats and bats, I believe. So rarely animal coronaviruses can infect people and then spread between people, such as SARS and then MERS. MERS came from camels. That's The camel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the camel flu. SARS I, came from the, the civet cat. The, yeah, the civet cat. Later. Thank you. Yeah, MERS is a Middle Eastern respiratory sickness. sickness. Yeah. yeah. So that wasn't a, as on the news as much as SARS was back in the day. I can't remember at what time period MERS was around, but I had remembered vaguely about hearing it. When person-to-person -person spread has occurred with MERS and SARS, it is thought to have happened mainly via respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. So basically, if you think of the common cold or influenza, this is how the coronavirus spreads. Right. In fact, colds, uh, many strands of colds, as I read, like don't quote me on this i'm not like a virologist or anything but the documentary i was watching said that a lot of colds are considered strains of the coronavirus but this particular
particular coronavirus is just one that we as humans don't have any natural defenses against. That was my understanding of it anyways. It's important to note how easily a virus spreads person to person can vary. Some viruses are highly contagious, like measles, for example, while other viruses are less so. It's important to know this in order to better understand the risk associated with the virus. While the CDC will consider this a very serious public health threat, based on the current information, the immediate health risk from the coronavirus to the general American public is considered low at this time, but that's changing day to day. Yeah. But... It was it was low towards the beginning of last week, and now it's starting to spread a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, this was only considered a national emergency in China a few days ago, and now the CDC considers this a global emergency. Right. It hasn't reached pandemic level yet, and hopefully by the, the time of this recording, it never will. I hope we aren't releasing this on Monday and all of a sudden, oh, but it's a pandemic, but I think a lot of different boxes have to be checked before anything's declared a pandemic. But this is already outranging SARS. Like, it already outdid the amount of deaths and infected that SARS did in a year. This In, like, a day, wasn't it? This ran it over in, like, less than a month, I think. Because SARS was, like, a year and a half. Yeah, it was. This took one month, basically, to just trump that. You know, a lot of people are being like, well, maybe I shouldn't be worried about this. Well, maybe not, but I will tell you that this is might be one of the more deadlier or more contagious or more Mm -hmm. widespread viruses you've seen in your lifetime. Yeah, I'm not excited for it. I don't do well with respiratory flus. I did have the swine flu and it was probably the worst thing I've ever had in my life. Did you almost, did did you like have to be hospitalized because of it? No, I went to urgent care for it and basically there wasn't a lot they could do for me. Like got a Z-pack and everything, but I was basically told to go home and not to go out anywhere. They wanted me to quarantine myself to the apartment for about a week. How long did it last before it broke? The initial like really bad symptoms of it, it was about three or four days. Yeah. But I don't do well with respiratory illness, so the cough lingered forever. Yeah, so there was a case confirmed in Massachusetts today. There were mentioned of two cases in New Hampshire, but now people aren't really talking about that that much. Maybe they ended up being negative. Yeah, maybe. That'd be good. If this does get to Maine, I'm probably just gonna walk around with a mask and fuck it. Like, I don't even care if I look silly. I'm walk- I'm not getting this. Yeah, like, I already had the flu this year. I don't want to get any, so, you know, fuck it. And plus, they make stylish flu masks now. My friend has one. It looks pretty badass. It's it's black and it's sleek looking. Just, I don't know, makes you look like a ninja, whatever. Fuck it. Don't, don't be like, oh, I don't want to wear one because it looks dumb. This, yeah, I guess that's your prerogative, but I don't want to get sick. So with that said, symptoms, and this will probably sound as no surprise to you. Fever, cough, shortness of breath, and yeah, that's really it. <laughs> yep, and one thing to note as well, some folks can be carrying it for a long time without showing symptoms. You can be a carrier for two weeks, no symptoms, but during that time you are highly contagious. Yeah, someone went from China to France and in that time infected seven people. Yeah, which is, that's insane. And I think the fact of how long it stays incubating in you is what makes this such a deadly virus because if it showed up with in 24 hours, this could be much more easily contained. But it's the fact that people don't show symptoms. Right. Like, none at all. You don't even have a low-grade fever. You don't get the sniffles a little bit. You are perfectly healthy, and you're still shedding it. That's a little scary. So as far as prevention, there is no vaccine currently for this. There is a vaccine that is currently being worked on in the States, 
And I think there's some cooperation with other countries, but they estimate that's going to take a year to solve this. So if this continues growing or going on for as long as SARS does, we're in for some trouble, in my opinion. Yeah. So basically all you can do is wash your hands often with soap and water, just like your mother told you do, for at least 20 seconds. I remember being in kindergarten, they said you should sing happy birthday to yourself while you wash your hands. And then by the time you're done, you've washed your hands long enough. The CDC did say use an alcohol based hand sanitizer but yeah yurgi tell us more about this Yeah, so we're gonna hear a little bit more about this during one of the the days that we recorded Uh uh-huh however they kind of reneged on that yeah but they also didn't they sue purell they like they sent them kind of an angry letter like a cease and desist almost something like that so like the whole oh kills 99.9 percent of germs Yeah, flu is that 0.1% of germs, except it's not 0.1%. It's a it's a bigger percentage than that. Right. Hand sanitizer does not prevent the flu. Wash your wash your effing hands. So, what is there for treatment? Do you think you can take Tamiflu or something? Well, no, they don't think that works. There's no specific antiviral treatment recommended for this at this time. People who are infected with this uh, should receive supportive care to help relieve symptoms. But for severe cases, treatment should include care to support vital organ functions. So if you think you've been exposed, go to your health care provider immediately. So with all of that in mind, we're going to get to our day-by-day breakdown now of pretty much how the virus has progressed over the last week. So I hope you guys like it. Yep, we're going to insert those clips right now. now. As of January 27th, 2020, the death toll from the Wuhan coronavirus now stands at 80, with almost 2,800 cases confirmed across China as the country initiates emergency procedures to try to rein in the pathogen's global spread. What's making that task more difficult, however, is the fact that the virus can be spread before any symptoms appear. This is, of course, from Chinese health authorities uh, as of Sunday. So what this means is that carriers may not realize they're infected before they try to transmit the virus to others. Across China, 15 cities with a combined population of over 57 million people, which is more than the entire population of South Korea, have been placed under full or partial lockdown. I wonder, is that the biggest lockdown of in one nation? In, I'm like, sh- the past 100 years. I'm, I'm not sure. Did they do something similar with SARS? I'm not sure. Uh, if I had seen this beforehand, I would have I done some research. I mean, I knew there was lockdowns for SARS, but I don't know, actually. Like, uh, well, we'll have to take a look at that one. But still, that, that is a massive lockdown. Yeah. yeah, so Wuhan itself has been effectively quarantined, with all routes in and out of the city closed or highly regulated. The government announced that it's sending an additional 1,200 health workers along with 135 People's Liberation Army medical personnel to help the city stretch hospital staff. The Wuhan mayor, Zhu Wang said on Sunday that the number of cases could rise by another 1,000. The disease has also spread across or widely across China, with almost 70 cases confirmed in the capital, Beijing including a nine-month-old girl, the youngest known case by far to be confirmed. So China has extended the Lunar New Year holiday to February 2nd in an attempt to dissuade people from traveling, spreading the virus further. I didn't know that was something that they could do. I thought the Lunar New Year was like ancient tradition. Yeah. I didn't know it was a government thing. 
So almost all mass celebrations for the festival have been canceled, and authorities have urged people to avoid holding traditional large family gatherings. The severity of the emerging crisis is evident in the government's response. So the Standing Committee of the Chinese Communist Party, which is the country's top political body headed by President Xi Jinping, has taken direct control of operations. Chinese Premier Ke Kang arrived in Wuhan Monday to tour local hospitals, according to state media. More than 11 billion yuan, that which yuan. is, is it yuan? It's yuan. It's yuan. Okay, so which is 1.5 billion in government funds have been dedicated to the crisis. USD. USD. Yes. Meanwhile, Zhu has admitted that the government didn't disclose information on the coronavirus in a timely fashion. That's government for you. (laughs) In a live interview with a state-run CCTV, Zhu said that he took responsibility for the decision to lock down the city at the center of the outbreak, and he called the move um, unprecedented in human history. He said he knew that the people were, quote, not satisfied, end quote, with the rate at which his government had released information on the coronavirus. I'm pretty sure that happened with swine flu and SARS Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, And he, he says, I quote, If anyone is asked to take the responsibility or people are complaining, as long as the epidemic can be controlled, we are willing to resign to take on the responsibility of locking down the city, end quote, he said on Monday. And he says again, quote, we hope that with intervention in other cities in China, the situation will be more positive, end quote. However, containment measures may not always be effective and will certainly be ineffective at some point in the long term, end quote. Outside mainland China, at least 13 other places have reported cases of the virus, including France, Australia, and the United States. Australia reported its fifth confirmed case on Monday. Austria's health ministry confirmed on Monday that one person had tested negative for the virus on Sunday and that a female Chinese citizen was being tested. The outcome of that test is yet unknown. Switzerland's Federal Office for Public Health confirmed on Monday that authorities are testing for several suspected coronavirus cases at one hospital in the country. In Hong Kong, authorities said residents of Hubei, the province of which Wuhan is the capital, and people who have visited the region in the last 14 days will not be able to enter the city. The order does not cover Hong Kong residents, though they may be placed under quarantine. I'm hoping I'm getting the pronunciations right, though I have seen videos of reporters getting in and out, like CNN had a video of them traveling from Beijing to Wuhan and back out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they had some sort of clearance for that but i know that there are there are people who are uh, living abroad there that are not chinese nationals that are not allowed to leave the city as of right now yeah like i know that some people from the u.s got evacuated but there was that one reporter we looked into he was Uh, irish irish Irish. and And there was another person uh there there's a u.s citizen there who's stuck there there's somebody from canada who was stuck there yeah but i believe these were either teachers or their students i'm I, I don't remember which but they all gave uh remote interviews to news companies there were apparently protests in the northern hong kong town of fan Ling near the chinese border after it was announced that an unoccupied apartment building there would be converted to temporary quarantine center Residents set up roadblocks and clashed with police, and on Sunday, the authorities said they were abandoning the plan. Memories of the deadly 2003 SARS outbreak run deep in Hong Kong. 
and paranoia is already starting to settle in with a rush of purchases of face masks leading uh, to shortages, which may not be relieved until February. I thought they always like had that there. Um, well, I know it's like a fashionable thing in Japan. I don't understand its cultural uh, impact in China, if it's a popular thing or not. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, what I'm seeing when I watch videos there, it's just everybody who's out on the street has one. Yeah. So and that could be due to the Lunar New Year holiday demand from China. Yeah. Um, just because there's going to be huge gatherings. Yeah. And such. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam announced over the weekend that the threat level from the virus has been raised from serious to emergency. Schools in the semi-autonomous Chinese city will be suspended until February 17th. On Thursday, David Hyman, the chairman of the World Health Organization, um, committee gathering data on the outbreak said the virus spread more easily from person to person than previously thought um, to quote we are now seeing a second and third generation spread end quote Hyman said in the U.S. where five cases of the disease have been confirmed Nancy Messonier director of the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention's National Center of Immunization and Respiratory Diseases that is a tongue twister said that we need to be preparing as if this is a pandemic, but I continue to hope that it is not. I almost, I almost said Messonnier. Messonnier. Because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's definitely a like. French name. Yeah. yeah. So uh, five of those cases, from what I know, one is Washington, two are New Hampshire, one is California, and I think the last one's Texas. Arizona. Arizona, yeah. yeah. So one, one, two are very close to us, but all of these people were, I believe, dual citizens or people that are U.S. citizens that are former Chinese citizens that we're visiting? Well, no. one of them, I don't know, like, obviously the nationality of this person, no. but one of the people from New Hampshire, they were pretty brazen about talking, and I really wonder if this violates HIPAA, because... Well, they said it was a student, a student, but they didn't give a name, and I think that's okay to but do. They, they said what school he went to, so I'm pretty sure everyone at that school, because it's a boarding school, is going to know that they're out sick. Well, maybe, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know that, because I get regular CDC updates and if there's a flu outbreak they will tell you the county if it is an outbreak in a school they will tell you the school if there is an outbreak of a particular like bacteria like i remember there was some this was a while back but they found some bacteria at some fast food restaurant in northern maine they gave the exact restaurant well, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I don't know. I think there's ways around it as long as you don't give actual names. Yeah, like when Bangor and VZ had Legionnaires in the water. Yeah, they did have Legionnaires. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Several countries, including the U.S., Australia, France, and Spain, are looking to repatriate citizens. Repatriate? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah, repatriate citizens and government employees from China. Australia's health minister, Greg Hunt, no relation to Mike, told national broadcaster ABC Radio Monday that Canberra was working on a plan to bring 100 young Australians out of Wuhan. You know, do you really have to use that wording? <laughs> oh young Australian. Why don't you just say you're, you're looking to get some hot nubiles? Yeah. Like, what? What? <laughs> What are you what are you looking for, old Greg? Oh God. Jesus. Quote, we are working to make sure that there's support for those Australians and that we are there. We are also working on, as our other countries, to try to secure their ability to return to Australia, Hunt said. End quote. <laughs> France's health minister, Agnes Buzzin. 
I'm pretty sure there's that's not how you say it, but I'm going to say buzzin'. Buzzin'. Said on Sunday that France will fly its citizens back from Wuhan to France in the middle of the next week. Buzzin' said those who return to France will be monitored in one place for 14 days to avoid, avoid any spread of the virus, which I think is longer than the current uh, quarantines we have in the U.S. Yeah, right it is. now. A spokesman for the Spanish foreign ministry told CNN that it was working with other European countries affected to organize a joint repatriation flight. Italian authorities have confirmed that there are around 60 Italian citizens, mostly students and workers, in the city of Wuhan. Authorities said that they are evaluating how to best evacuate them and noted that no Italian citizens have yet to be reported as being infected. Meanwhile, the UK's Foreign and Commonwealth Office released a statement on Monday saying that it was, quote, working to make an option available for British nationals to leave Hubei province, end quote. Since the Wuhan virus was first identified in December, Chinese and international scientists have been studying it intensely, tracking its origin and working on a vaccine to fight it. Officials from the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention said Monday that they had successfully isolated the virus in an environmental samples taken from a seafood and wildlife market in Wuhan believed to be the source of the outbreak. 33 of the 585 environmental samples collected from the Wuhan's Hunan Seafood Wholesale Market were found to contain the nucleic acid of the coronavirus, according to the state-run news agency Xinhua. Of those samples, 31 came from the section of the market dedicated to the sale of wild animals, the CDC said. Chinese authorities announced Sunday that the trading of wild animals would be suspended nationwide as experts lobbied for, for the government to put in permanent restrictions or even a ban. They so, really should. Yeah, so if you know anything about Chinese markets, you, you will see live chickens and pigs there. And There's more than that. You will, yeah. like it's more I, than that. I, so, I, well, I'm just giving you some examples, yeah. but you can get animals fresh because apparently what's common practice there is you bring a live animal home, butcher it there at your house, and then make the meat out of it. So, like, some of them that I've heard of are, like, more exotic. So they'll have, like, hedgehogs there, civet cats, which I believe civet cats is what started SARS. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, which is really, like, interesting that they eat those there. I hear it's a delicacy because a lot of places trade them as pets, like in the States. Are those those Chinese crested cats? Oh, no, those are dogs. Chinese no, crested are dogs. Like yeah. a civet cat, like, kind of, like... I, I, it's hard to explain. It looks kind of like an exotic type cat that's kind of monkeyish, and they're they're like tree dwelling. Oh, like I'll have monkeys. to show you a picture. Okay. They I, I, monkey's the wrong word. It just has like that curious look to it. Uh huh. But they're the cat that they will feed coffee beans to, so that they shit them out and they make the coffee out of the shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that doesn't sound very sanitary. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So any form of wildlife trade will be strictly prohibited on platforms including marketplaces, supermarkets, dining places, and e-commerce sites. The Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs and the National Forestry and Grassland Administration said in a statement, all sites where wild animals are raised will be quarantined. Considerable attention has been paid on both the Chinese internet and the Western tabloid press to the eating of wild animals in parts of China, particularly bats and civet cats, as you said. Mm -hmm. A mammal native to Asia that was previously linked to the 2003 SARS outbreak. Yeah, I wasn't going to correct you, but for some reason I thought it was some type of bat, yeah. but apparently it's both. So I guess we're both right. So that's... 
I'm going to pull up a picture of one for you. And okay. And you can, like, tell me if you'd want to eat one of these. Okay. Because they're very cute. Okay. Well, I'm not really... If pigs are friends to me, then I, I feel like I'd feel the same about cats. Okay. Take a look. He's a cute boy. Would you eat him? Oh, my God. Okay. So this thing has... It, it, it has... It's kind of raccoon-like. I mean, it's it has a raccoon's head, but it has, like, an ocelot's body and pattern or, like, a cheetah pattern and it has like like a back mohawk like a back mohawk it there's also a side shot of it that i'm seeing that looks almost okapi ish do you know what an okapi is no okapis are this very timid looking i believe they're from africa and they have very long tongues and they're very very cute oh yes i do know what that is yeah, they yes almost, i do they almost look like a, a mini gazelle I, I i guess i would say and uh they have giant tongues and they are the shyest creatures they're so easily spooked but they're very very cute Aww. But yes that is the news for january 27th hey guys we're excited to say that this episode is sponsored by podcorn yergi what is podcorn Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Right. So if you're listening and you have a podcast like so many of our listeners do, this is a great place to get money for doing a podcast. And it's been great so far. There's no middleman with this at all. You go through all of the companies that are offering sponsorships. And you set your own price. You name what your price is and you submit a proposal to them. And if they like you, you get the ad. And I don't think there's anything better than that. Right. And if you take a Podcorn sponsorship, you will still keep all your rights to all your podcasts. So if you have a podcast, what are you waiting for? Go check out Podcorn. Click the link in the description to try it right now. So here's the updates on the coronavirus as of January 29th. As of 4.42 a.m., Swiss pharmaceutical giant warns finding a coronavirus vaccine will take over a year. I heard about this today, and this was the chief executive of Novaritis. It believes it will take at least 12 months to find a new vaccine to treat the coronavirus with the fast-spreading nature of the outbreak, a threat that must be taken, quote, really seriously, end quote. Based on my knowledge, Novaritis is an American pharmaceutical company Company. Other than the Chinese CDC, I don't believe there's any other pharmaceutical company or health organization working on a vaccine at this time. Yeah. 5.18 a.m. British Airways cancels all flights to and from mainland China. British Airways said it stopped all direct flights to and from mainland China because of the coronavirus outbreak. The airline said the suspension would be implemented, quote, with immediate effect, end quote, following the viral outbreak that has caused 132 deaths deaths and infected more than 6,000 people. 6.36 a.m. International Ski Federation cancels first official Beijing Winter Olympics 2022 test event. The FIS, the Chinese Ski Association, and its Yangqing Local Organizing Committee have canceled the men's Audi FIS World Cup races scheduled for February 15th to the 16th in the northwestern part of Beijing. It would have been the Federation's first Alpine Ski World Cup in China and the first 
first official test event for the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing, according to the FIS president, Gianfranco Casper. Although the risk level in Yangqing is low, the health and welfare of the athletes and all participants must take priority, Casper said in an online statement. At 7.36 a.m., the death toll of coronavirus climbs to 132. China case now exceeds the SARS epidemic. The total number of cases of the coronavirus has reached more than 6,100 worldwide with 132 deaths in China, Chinese and international health authorities said on Wednesday. Since the first patient was identified in Wuhan on December 31st, the number of coronavirus cases in China has mushroomed to more than 6,060, exceeding the total number of SARS cases in that country during the 2002 to 2003 epidemic. There were 5,327 SARS cases in China and 8,000 across the world between November 1st, 2002 and July 31st, 2003, according to the World Health Organization. 9 a.m. General Motors extends manufacturing shutdown in China through February 9th. So the largest U.S. automaker in China told employees that it will keep its Chinese factories shut down through the 9th. A company spokesman said this in an email to CNBC. China's factories have been closed as part of a nationwide manufacturing break to celebrate the Lunar New Year, but were originally due to reopen this week. Chinese officials have extended the plant shutdown to February 9th as the nation tries to contain the coronavirus outbreak. GM's decision follows on Honda's announcement late Tuesday that it will keep motorcycle factories in China close to February 9th. Automakers across the globe have been evacuating employees and restricting travel to China. Not only that, uh, but what's not mentioned here is that the Chinese government has extended the Lunar New Year to February 9th, I believe. Was it February 9th? I'm pretty sure it was February 9th. Yep. So at 10.30 a.m., Finland confirms first coronavirus case. And I think I was, like, making a joke about this last night, about how it's not going to end up in Scandinavian countries. Yeah, because I... It's in Finland now. Well, I was talking to some guy online yeah. that said, oh, I'm in a second world country. I won't get hit with that. And then you're like, it's not going to hit Finland. So it went to Finland. Cursed it. Yep. Finland on Wednesday confirmed its first coronavirus case on a Chinese traveler from Wuhan, China. The traveler is in isolation at Lapland Central Hospital in northern Finland. It said in a statement adding some 15 other people that may have been exposed. 10.37 a.m. Starbucks could close more stores in China. So Starbucks has closed more than half of its Chinese locations and won't hesitate to close more to keep its employees safe. CEO Kevin Johnson told CNBC, it's a very dynamic situation. When there's a concern, we will close stores, end quote. Oh, I guess I can't get my... My green tea latte. <laughs> well, we can here. I know. So at 10.45 a.m., the World Health Organization will reconvene emergency committee the Thursday. Director General of the World Health Organization said he will reconvene the International Health Regulations Emergency Committee to discuss the coronavirus. The committee will help determine, quote, whether the current outbreak constitutes a public health emergency of international concern End quote. He said in a tweet, I would say it is. Yes, I would too. (laughs) 11 a.m. World Health Organization officials hold press conference on coronavirus as outbreak worsens. They are holding its third press briefing at 11.30 a.m. to discuss the flu-like coronavirus that has now killed at least 132 people and infected more than 6,150 people in more than a dozen countries around the world. They were expected last week to announce whether the new virus was a global health emergency, but officials needed to gather more data. So at 11.27 a.m., the WHO officials say 
coronavirus spread outside of China is of grave concern and is what's prompted the WHO to reconvene an emergency meeting this week to decide whether it's a global health emergency. It is 11.51 a.m. Coronavirus outbreak is driving up demand for some of Dow's cleaning products that are used in household cleaning items, CEO Jim Fitterling told CNBC. Fitterling said Dow's cleaning products are seeing an increased demand due to the rapidly spreading virus. And I heard something kind of weird on the radio this morning. Oh, yeah. So on the way to work, Center for Disease Control, yeah, that's ours, went and put like, I don't know if it was a cease and desist order, but they wrote a strongly worded letter to Purell, letting them know they can no longer claim that using the product will help make you not have the flu. Take that, Karens. Yeah. So (laughs) giving your little Purell (laughs) bath after you go to the Starbucks or Dunkies, you're still going to get the flu. Apparently that does nothing. Whew. That's use soap and water, kids. People <laughs> that only use hand sanitizer just freaks me out. Yeah, it freaks me out. That's that's a ticking time bomb, right? Of course, it's better than nothing, but use soap and water when you have the option. Jesus right. Christ. One fifty-four p.m. Major U.S. companies warn about the potential impact of the coronavirus on earnings calls. The outbreak is starting to worry some of the world's biggest companies. The world virus or coronavirus was mentioned by twenty-seven different S&P Composite fifteen hundred companies on earnings calls this week, according to data compiled by the CNBC fact sec. Despite Apple's blowout earnings on Tuesday, the company's range of guidance for next quarter is wider than typical. CEO Tim Cook attributed this change to uncertainty caused by the deadly coronavirus, which has shut down travel in parts of China. So I was noticing this morning, I don't know how the markets closed today, but I did see a slight dip either, I think it was yesterday or today. Yep. I, I can't remember. So people are like preparing for this. There is no. definitely some fear. And... No, I took a hit on it as well. Yeah. I, I checked 401 401k balance, I took the $200 hit. Yeah, there's definitely some fear, uncertainty, and doubt. I wouldn't, now of course I'm not a financial advisor, I wouldn't say the market's gonna like hardcore tank right now, but you're gonna see people go bearish in times like this Mm -hmm. just because they're afraid of a crash, but I really don't think this is gonna start a crash, me personally. Yeah. At 2.09pm, Boeing concerned virus could impact air travel. Boeing raised concerns on Wednesday about the outbreak as airlines cut back on service to China. Global air traffic growth in November rose by just 3.3% from a year earlier, reflecting the continuing influence of slower economic activity, geopolitical tensions, and other disruptions, end quote according to the International Air Transportation Association. 2.17 p.m., France confirms fifth coronavirus case. So it's the daughter of an 80-year-old man already hospitalized with the disease, according to French Health Minister Agnes Buzin. Buzin. Uh, Fr- I'm pretty sure that's not how it's pronounced again, but <laughs> you know, I'm going to say it that way. France confirmed its first three cases of the Wuhan coronavirus on Friday and a fourth case on Tuesday. A first flight to repatriate French nationals from the Chinese town of Wuhan, the epicenter center of the virus was leaving France Wednesday night and a second flight would occur Thursday or Friday, she said. At 2.56 p.m., Powell says Fed is monitoring coronavirus but won't speculate on economic impact. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said the central bank is keeping a close watch on the outbreak. And I quote, It is a very serious issue and I want to start by acknowledging the significant and considerable human suffering that the virus is already causing. 
end quote. He told reporters at a press conference, adding that it's too early to speculate on how it might impact the global economy. And I quote, there is likely to be some disruption to activity in China and possibly globally based on the spread of the virus to date and the travel restrictions and business closures that it's already been imposed, end quote. 3.36 p.m., flight carrying U.S. citizens from Wuhan arrives in California. So the CDC said the flight landed at the March Air Reserve Base in Riverside, California. A team of CDC medical officers screened the nearly 200 passengers upon their arrival. The flight was carrying U.S. State Department personnel as well as American civilians. 3.50 p.m., Google temporarily closes China offices. Google is temporarily closing its China offices and restricting travel amid the outbreak of the coronavirus, a spokesperson confirmed to the CNBC. The shutdowns, first reported by The Verge, will affect Google's offices in Hong Kong and Taiwan. The company has also placed temporary travel restrictions on workers flying to China and Hong Kong. Google has at least four offices in China's mainland and five in Taiwan, according to their website. 4.35 p.m., Delta cuts weekly flights to China in half. Delta is temporarily reducing the number of weekly flights it operates between U.S. and China due to significantly reduced customer demand prompted by global health concerns related to the coronavirus. To maintain options for customers, the airline will continue to operate from all current U.S.-China gateways. Delta currently operates 42 weekly flights between the U.S. and China. The airline will reduce this schedule to approximately 21 weekly flights, offering three to four weekly flights on the same routes. 4.52 p.m., Microsoft tells employees in China to work from home. As spokesperson confirmed to the CNBC, it's advising its employees to work from home and cancel all non-essential business travel until February 9th. 5.35 p.m., the Hubei Health Commission said that the number of coronavirus deaths in the province rose by 37 to 162 at the end of January 29th. A total of 1,032 new cases of coronavirus were reported in the province. 5.52 p.m., Amazon restricts employee travel to China until further notice as coronavirus spreads. A spokesperson confirmed to the CNBC, and I quote, we place tremendous value and focus on the well-being and safety of our employees, end quote. And in my opinion, that is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so having lived in Seattle for 13 months, I've known people to work for Amazon, plenty of people, and not one person has said Amazon is a good or safe place to work for. And with that, that is all the news we have as of 6.49 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're doing the updates for the coronavirus as of January 30th. 5.27 a.m. India confirms the first case of the coronavirus. India has officially confirmed that at least one case of the coronavirus has reached their country. Indian health officials said the patient is a student at Wuhan University in China and has been isolated in a hospital in the southwestern state of Kerala. The statement said the person is quote, stable and being closely monitored, end quote. 5.46 a.m., U.S. State Department says more flights from Wuhan are scheduled for Monday. More evacuation flights from the city of Wuhan for U.S. citizens will take place Monday. Reuters reported that those on flights will be subject to screenings and monitoring requirements. 7 a.m., Outbreak reaches nearly 8,000 with 170 deaths in China. The total number of cases reach more than 7,900 worldwide with 170 deaths in China. 
the majority of these cases are in mainland China, and this number exceeds the total number of SARS cases in that country during the 2003 epidemic. At least 101 other cases have been reported across more than a dozen countries across the globe, including the U.S. 7.48 a.m. Russia plans to close its border with China to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, according to the country's state media. Quote, a corresponding instruction was signed today. Work on it is already in progress. We will inform all of those concerned properly about the measures to close the border in the far eastern region and other steps the government has taken to prevent the spread of the coronavirus in Russia, end quote. 8.15 a.m., Costa Cruises is holding 6,000 passengers aboard the Costa Smeralda near Italy after a Chinese woman came down with a fever, raising concern that she may have the virus. The cruise line Costa Cruises said in a statement that it is holding the 54-year-old woman from Macau in isolation along with her travel companion. Quote, the health authority has been immediately notified and is now on board to conduct all the pertinent measures. It is our utmost priority to ensure the health and safety of passengers passengers and crew, said the company. 9.20 a.m. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said the coronavirus could have a positive impact on the U.S. economy. And I quote, I don't want to talk about a victory lap over a very unfortunate, very malignant disease. But the fact is, it does give business another thing to consider when they go through the review of their supply chain. I think it will help to accelerate the return of jobs to North America, he said. Some to U.S., some to Mexico as well, end quote. 9.30 a.m., more than 8,200 coronavirus cases have now been confirmed across the world, outpacing the total number of infections over the nine-month SARS outbreak in less than a month. As of Thursday morning, there were 8,123 confirmed cases in mainland China alone alone, and more than 100 cases elsewhere around the world. The new virus first emerged in Wuhan, China on December 31st. The deadly SARS virus, by comparison, infected a total of 8,098 people globally from November 1st, 2002 through July 31st, 2003, according to the World Health Organization. 10.03 a.m. No public health options off the table to protect the American public, HHS Alex Azar says. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar, or Azar, I'm not not sure, told CNBC on Thursday the administration will not take, and I quote, any public health options off the table, end quote. He added that the risk of infection remains low for the American public and that the U.S. health officials are taking all necessary precautions. 11.20 a.m. Economists say coronavirus could hit the U.S. economy, and this is something I probably side with more than that Ross guy talking to Fox. Coming off the slowest year of growth in three years, the U.S. economy in the first quarter of 2020 is expected to slow down even more due to the impact of Boeing and now the potential wild card of the coronavirus. The virus has already hit the Chinese economy as cities close and people isolate themselves in their home. Quote, it's going to have a hit on Chinese spending, Barclays U.S. economist Jonathan Miller said. We may see more of it in the U.S., but we just don't know at this point. It's very uncertain. 12.37 p.m., first human-to-human transmission of coronavirus confirmed in the U.S. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention and Illinois public health officials confirmed Thursday that the nation's first person-to-person transmission of the coronavirus. The new patient is the spouse of the Chicago woman who brought the infection back from Wuhan, China. The transmission makes the U.S. at least the fifth country where the infection is now spreading through human-to-human contact. 2.30 p.m. 
The World Health Organization is holding its fourth news briefing to announce whether the coronavirus outbreak is a global health emergency. They were expected last week to make their decision, but officials say they postponed their announcement to gather more data. The last time the WHO declared a global health emergency was in 2019 for the Ebola outbreak in the eastern Congo that killed more than 2,000 people. 2.43 p.m., 13 minutes later, the WHO finally calls this a global health emergency. I mean, finally. Who wasn't expecting that, really? I wasn't. (laughs) 3 p.m., the U.S. State Department has placed all non-emergency staff and their families on authorized departure from China. While this is not in order for personnel to leave the country, it means they are permitted to leave the country amid the coronavirus outbreak. It will affect the U.S. Embassy in Beijing and the Consulate's General in Chengdu, Guangzhou, Shanghai, and Shenyang, all of which will continue to provide consular services as resources allow. 3.52 p.m. The union that represents American Airlines pilots said Thursday it's suing American Airlines to halt service to China amid the coronavirus outbreak. The Allied Pilots Association represents 15,000 professional pilots who fly for American Airlines. The suit seeks a temporary restraining order that would halt all American Airlines service between the U.S. and China. 4.19 4.19 p.m., Mondelez Chief Executive Dirk Vandeput said he expects first quarter revenue to be affected by the spread of the coronavirus. The company has already closed two factories near the epicenter of the outbreak for 10 days to combat the risk of infection from the virus. And I quote, up to the moment that the media started to talk a lot about the coronavirus, we were selling out quite well, Vandeput told CNBC. And I should say that Mondelez, they make Oreos. <laughs> I didn't know that was... I thought it was the Nabisco. I thought it was Nabisco, too. Do they sell? Maybe. I guess so. Yeah. 5.23 p.m. President Trump said the U.S. government was working closely with China to contain the outbreak, predicting a very good ending for the United States. Quote, We are working very closely with China and other countries, and we think it's going to have a very good ending for us. That I can assure you. Trump said U.S. officials believe we have it all under control, adding that it's a very small problem in this country. I don't have a great Donald Trump (laughs) impression, but all jokes aside... 5.35 p.m., the Hubei Province Health Commission on Thursday reported an additional 42 deaths along with an additional 1,220 cases of coronavirus in Hubei Province, China, as of January 30th. A total of 32,340 people are still under medical observation. As of 7.21 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that is all the updates for the coronavirus January 30th, 2020. Okay, it is now February 2nd. This is probably where we're going to end the episode. We should touch on some things that have happened today in the news. Um, As you may have noticed, if you have any sort of investments, you probably have noticed that they're taking a slight hit. I think the S&P 500 closed almost 2% down on Friday, and I think the NASDAQ took a hit too. So because of this... White House advisors are studying the potential impact of the virus on the U.S. economy. I am nowhere near a financial advisor. I'm not a financial. I think I have to actually say I'm not a financial advisor. But in my opinion, I don't think this is going to cause 
the recession that we are so overdue for. I just don't see that happening yet. No, the 401k hit that I mentioned a few days ago in one of the other mini episodes that we did has already rebounded. So I'm not really worried about this. Yours rebounded. Mine has mine not rebounded. But mine was a very small hit. I only took about a $200 hit overall. You should feel very lucky about that. I do. <laughs> moving, I do. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> the medical resources in China are weak, officials say. So the situation in Hubei, the province at the center of the outbreak remains, quote, severe and complicated, and medical resources are very weak. This is according to Vice Governor Zhao Zhuhua at a press conference that he attended on Sunday. However, the accuracy of virus testing kits has approved, according to Wang Wei, which is director of Hubei's Science and Technology Department. The time they need to confirm the virus with the kits has been cut in half to roughly two hours. 8.31 a.m., a plane repatriating 250 French and European nationals from Wuhan, China, landed at a military base in France on Sunday. About 65 French citizens will be quarantined in the south of France, while other non-French citizens will travel back to their home countries. 10.30 a.m., the latest situation report from the World Health Organization on Sunday found that no new countries have reported cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours. The WHO said its risk communication and social media teams have been tracking and responding to false information about rumors about the virus, such as false prevention measures or cures. So, oh my, we've got some good stuff. We do. So I'm going to say right off the back, false prevention measures and cures. The one that's been going around is that you can cure the coronavirus by drinking bleach. And there have been YouTube videos of people drinking bleach. It's like the Tide Pod challenge all over again. This is a real thing. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I thought it was made up too, but no, people have really been pushing this. It's ridiculous. And there's a bunch of others too. For instance, there were multiple social media posts falsely claiming that the virus had been patented and a vaccine is already available. And that's not true. The patents the posts refer to pertain to different viruses. And this is probably because people don't understand what a coronavirus is. The term coronavirus has been around since the 1960s. And I get that in virology, the 1960s this is not a long time at all there just hasn't been any virus called the coronavirus publicly until now i should say publicly but as a as a news header a post on facebook falsely claimed comedian sam hyde was responsible for the spread of the new coronavirus researchers are still working to determine the source of this latest coronavirus though evidence suggests it was first transmitted to humans from animals i don't know who <laughs> sam hyde is <laughs> he, he is a comedian i think he was on joe rogan somewhat recently but if i know anything about comedians i wouldn't be surprised if they made up this hoax themselves oh, just to see if it's stuck i don't know i find that one kind of funny yeah Okay, here's the one I've been seeing from old people on Facebook quite consistently, and that's websites and social media posts circulating the erroneous claim that there are thousands or 10,000 dead as a result of the Wuhan coronavirus. For the real death toll, as of 11 a.m. Eastern, the number of confirmed cases of the coronavirus are 14,557, most of which are in China. The death toll has risen to 304. A 44-year-old man in the Philippines died of the virus Saturday, which is the first reported death outside of China. All territories and provinces in China have now been impacted by the virus. So it's not 10,000 dead, but is well over 10,000 infected. 
Social media posts falsely claims that a Chinese spy team working in a Canadian government lab sent pathogens to the Wuhan facility prior to the coronavirus outbreak in China. It's like the same people that are like, oh no, FEMA camps are going to round us up and kill us. <laughs> that same guy who has the uh, main police and fire alerts website. Oh, I was just thinking about Jesse Ventura because oh. he was... Like an actual, what, the mayor of Detroit? Is that what he was? Or governor of Michigan? And he was saying that they were going to round us Wasn't up. Wasn't it Minnesota? Minnesota, sorry. Minnesota. Whatever, they're right next to each other. Minnesota. But yeah, he was saying that they were going to put us all in FEMA camps for some reason. This was a very long time ago, still in high school. Yeah. A conspiracy theory website distorted the facts about an emergency preparedness exercise to suggest that the Gates Foundation and other predicted up to 65 million deaths from the coronavirus now spreading. The event dealt with a hypothetical scenario involving a fictional virus. It's always the Gates Foundation. Bill Gates wants y'all to die. <laughs> Numerous social media posts falsely suggest that because Clorox and Lysol products list human coronavirus on their bottles, the new coronavirus driving the outbreak in China was already known. It wasn't. Like I said before, there are many human coronaviruses, and these products were tested against a strain that causes the common cold. So the last bit of update here is that at 11 a.m., the White House National Security Advisor says the U.S. has offered to help China in containing the virus. However, Beijing has not yet accepted an offer from the U.S. to help combat and contain the virus outbreak. So far, the Chinese have been more transparent, certainly than in past crises, and we appreciate that. And that is from Robert O'Brien, who is the White House National Security Advisor. So that's all I think we really have regarding the, the Wuhan virus. Yeah. I don't I, know about you. We, but... may, we may do some updates as this progresses. As I think it is going to progress. Right. We could do some mini episodes throughout the week. Yeah, if anything crazy happens. Them. Yeah. If you're listening on YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please five star and leave us a review. We will shout you out on here. Instagram is Misery Machine Podcast. Twitter is Misery underscore podcast. Yes, thank you. I always forget. <laughs> I always forget too. Patreon.com slash the Misery Machine. You will get postcards from us and secret episodes. And pictures of our feet. And pictures of our feet. Go do that right now. Sign up for our Patreon right now. <laughs> thank you thank you to Eddie for being a Patreon yes, subscriber. Yes, we love you, Eddie. Yes, we love you. And there is going to be a secret episode with Eddie coming soon. Not really a secret. It'll actually be released. But yeah, with that said, bye. 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 <laughs>